0: Hola mujerones, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to introduce our guest for today because she is a super mujeron and she's doing amazing things for our bilingual generations coming up and that is something that I'm definitely very passionate about and like our title says it, the future is bilingual. Indeed it is and today we have the founder and CEO of Bilingual Birdies, which is a foreign language and live music program for children. And she is half Mexican, half Iranian, and she grew up speaking Spanish, Farsi, and english no mas para que se den una idea she's from la and she graduated from ucla with a bachelor's in english uh, she later moved to new york city where she taught high school and waited tables for a year before getting the idea to start her own educational company when she was only 24 years old Nearly 13 years after Sarah started Bilingual Birdies, she is now motivated more than ever to identify bilingual educators with an entrepreneurial spirit who are looking to share their language, culture with children. So this is an amazing opportunity as well. Not only is she just motivating parents to have children and their children learn to be bilingual, but she's also preparing other leaders so our future generations are prepared so please help me welcome sarah farzam sarah thank you so much for joining us today how are you hola hola thank you
1: for having me i am okay all things considered um what a nice welcome thank you
0: so much i love the tagline the future is bilingual. What inspired that? And tell us a little bit more about Bilingual Birdies.
1: Yes. So Bilingual Birdies, I'll tell you what we do. It's a... Uh, language program where we teach Spanish, French, Mandarin, Chinese and English and it's all done through music, movement, dance, puppets. It's a lot of fun. We teach primarily um, children up to age six. So uh, usually about two to six, um, you know, preschool age children is really our hotspot and we have in-person sessions where we'll make partnerships with preschools and community centers and libraries. And then of course, right now we are doing everything virtually. So we have online classes and they're really a lot of fun where children get to, you know, come online and learn Spanish and have a really good time whenever I pop on and check out what's going on. There's so many kids just singing and dancing and having so much fun from home. So we basically look for uh, bilingual people who... Like to ignite a bilingual education movement in their communities. So, um, I'll tell you more about that. But basically, we license the program out to people who want to start their own bilingual birdies businesses and share their language and cultures and, and earn money from home right now, teaching online, oh, right? So, wow. the reason why we do this is really the real intention is to you know, set up kids to become more open-minded adults. And uh, we made these t-shirts that say the future is bilingual and that that really is, speaks to all of us that are a part of Bilingual Birdies um, and, and those, you know, the educators and the families and the children who come because, you know, we have... Um, looming white minority population that is that is uh, emerging, right? So uh, at this time, non-Hispanic white people, I guess I should say, white people are, um, are the majority, but that has been declining since about 1950. And we do know that research shows us that by 2045 the Latinx population will be rising and actually there will be a white minority. So actually the future really is bilingual. <laughs> and um, we're very excited about that because it's an opportunity for cross-cultural awareness and for us to really you know, get kids started learning another language and about culture and embracing diversity at a very very young age uh, in early childhood because um, I know that if you don't have the good fortune like like you did Sonia to have you know learn Spanish be in the home because of your parents and like I did um, you know you will be at a disadvantage in the future right and so we want people to have that bilingual advantage and like i said it's it's really so much more than just a language program we really have a goal which is to get people to understand that this thing that's different and sounds different maybe looks different than you is actually wonderful
0: that's amazing and before we get into the details of how you are right now helping other people start their own thing through your business i wanted to kind of touch on how you got started because i think that it's very important to just Make sure to let everybody know all the things you've been able to accomplish, all the obstacles you've been able to overcome. So can you tell us, back when you were waiting tables and you were teaching, what was the thing, the one idea or the one thought that just kept coming back so that you can start this company?
1: So I was in a moment where I had moved to New York City and you know there's so much opportunity there everywhere and um it's a very intense city and it's a very expensive city so I was teaching high school and of course I was not making enough money to sort of make ends meet and I picked up a, a, a job waiting tables at night so I'd sort of work all day and all night and sleep for a few hours get up do it again and I just knew that um you know there was something else for me right Mm -hmm. Uh, that wasn't the lifestyle that i moved to new york to accomplish and i i always knew that you know growing up when when you grow up with different cultures and languages and, you know, exposure to different things in the home, you know, back when I was a kid, it wasn't always the coolest thing. Right. It was not so hip. Of course, now it's like, wow, multiculturalism is so amazing, you know, and it's seen as something that is very, you know, an advantage. But at the time when I was a little kid, like it was not so cool. So as I started to grow up and being in a place like New York city, that is such an international city and, and seeing people from all over the world and getting to know them and experiencing, their cultures and food and you know language and i just saw how how um it's a place where diversity is thriving right Mm -hmm. and it made me feel like wow, if only kids could, you know, kind of have this knowledge from the get and and you grow up to have this information of understanding multiculturalism in a very beautiful way. Uh, what kind of a world could we have, you know, so I I knew that I wanted to do something that really spoke to the people who who need these services the most, right, which I think actually is everyone, but uh, in the beginning, it's funny, I thought that, oh, okay, we'll start these classes, and we'll start with like Spanish, and probably somebody will come that has, you know, Puerto Rican grandma, or you know, some like half Spanish, half, you know, this, that, whatever, but actually, much to my surprise, in the beginning, the majority of the people that signed up for the classes were all just white, no connection to Spanish speaking, popular like culture or anything in their family. And for me, that was a deeply empowering experience, you know, because I was just like, What? You want to know about us? Like, you want to know about this? And they were like, Yeah, this isn't this is a great thing for our children, you know. So in the beginning, when I first started, it was very difficult, you know, lack of funds, lack, lack of experience, like the whole thing. And so I just kept going because I knew that I wanted to create a space where other children could have an opportunity to really celebrate this diversity and for it to impact them later in life and for generations to come.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting that you mentioned that like the first customers or the first kids that enrolled were actually from white families. So why do you think that is? Because I feel like a lot of times there's a lot of these movements or communities or organizations that are targeting Latinos, but we often don't see them seeking these things. Why do you think that is?
1: Well I feel like we're we are here and we're here to stay, right? Latinx population is growing as we mentioned. And I feel that if you sort of know what's up a little bit, like you you realize that in order to be able to, first of all, compete in a global job market in the future, you need to be bilingual, right? So that's, that's when you start thinking about later in life, right? And so people wanna give their children the best. I think that if they are global thinkers, open-minded, you know, they're sort of, they're, they're travelers, they understand that this is now the way the world works and it's going to continue to function this way, that it's almost like if we don't do this, we're gonna
0: be behind yeah most definitely now obviously i feel that your experience as a bicultural woman and just growing up bicultural had a lot to do with you creating this amazing program for children why do you think that it's very important to teach about uh, cross-cultural awareness to our future generations
1: i think it's so important i i just feel like you know my whole intention was like let's get some kids learning about different languages and cultures Mm -hmm. so that their first introduction to this other thing is a positive one, right? So by the time they get to kindergarten, you know, and there's a kid sitting next to them who speaks Mandarin Chinese and is a little bit different from them maybe, it's not going to be like, ew, gross, what's that? It's going to be like, super cool. I know about, I know how to count to 10. I know all the colors. I know all the fruits, you know? And all of a sudden we've built a, a bridge, right? And I really feel that this work is also a part of ensuring anti-racism in the future. And we all know now how, how late we are to the game with that, right? If you are not starting these things in, in early childhood, then when are you really gonna start them? In high school, it's a little bit late, late at that time. So I feel like these are things that we really need to encourage every day in the home, in school, you know, in our communities. It's, it's really vital to the, to the success of us as a society.
0: I, I really want to talk about your journey starting this business. And just so that we can give those women who maybe are also thinking of joining Bilingual Birdies or doing their own thing. What would you change in your entrepreneurial journey? If you could tell Sarah back when she started, what, what is something that you can tell her? Uh, yes.
1: If I could go back and have a chat with little Sarita, what I would tell her, <laughs> I would say the the main thing for me, you know, when I first started bilingual birdies, I didn't have, you know, those stereotypical hardcore, hard, like skills that you would think a business owner should have, you know, like I didn't know how to write a budget. I didn't know about Excel spreadsheets, like all that stuff was sort of foreign to me, but, um, I did have a, a deep enthusiasm to build something and and because I'm so passionate about the the mission and all that we're trying to do you know I really stuck with it right if I could go back I would tell myself just to believe soon in the game that I am enough exactly as I come. Because if I could say that to just all entrepreneurs, you know, you are enough exactly as you are. It took me some time to really kind of, you know, lock that in. And over time of growing the business, I realized that so much of the, the success of Bilingual Birdies, it was partly because of luck. And it was partly because I spent the time and dedication to really study how to become a good businesswoman, right? Because I do think it's an art form to be a good businesswoman, right? And so I managed to you know, hire the people that I needed to help that were fantastic, have been amazing along the way to help grow the company, right? And uh, was able to notice when to let go of people that, you know, were sort of stifling our growth. And, um, you know, with every one of those big decisions and, you know, of course there's in the entrepreneurial journey, there's always failure. I would say just don't be afraid of those failures because you can learn so much from them also. And each time you just get stronger and better and sharper vision and more aware. And I think that all of that stems from understanding I am enough exactly as I am.
0: I love that. That's so important. And it's so powerful. And I feel that when we really embrace that and just really step into our highest self, it's just that transformation comes in itself. And it's definitely not easy. I mean, you can tell us for sure, this entire uh, journey of finding your purpose because I feel that you mentioned something very important you believe so much in your mission that you just kept going and that is so important when you really believe in what you're creating that's One of the key things, wouldn't you say? Absolutely,
1: and it's work, girl. It's work Mm -hmm. to sort of keep your head up because things go wrong all the time when you have a business, and especially in the beginning when you haven't had a lot of experience. And for the first time, things start exploding, and you're like, "Whoa, what am I supposed to do? I don't even have a boss to ask," you know. So over over time, you start to see, okay, I've been through this before, you know. Like I know how to handle it. You put a process in place, you document it, you review, you. measure, you know, but I think that if if you're able to catch that early on in the game, that you have what you need. And if you don't think you're, you know, sharpen up in one area, you can study it and refine and get better. You know, it's, it's, it's important to keep studying. And I feel all those, the way in which I'm able to be overly motivated all the time when it comes to my business is because of so many tools, right? I mean, Yoga, meditation, therapy, acupuncture, Zumba class, running, I mean, you name it, like, it, it, all of that takes time, right? Meditation, writing positive affirmations, si se puede, like 10, 20 times, you know, when you start feeling kind of bad. But these things are the stuff behind the scene that you don't see, that is also a big dedication of time, energy, focus, commitment, right? And that's how you're able to sustain being an entrepreneur for a long amount of time. If that's something you're interested in doing, right? I think that um, starting a business is one thing. Growing a business is another thing.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's. I feel like we we hear this often, but seeing someone that's actually doing it, who is going through these things, you know, and you put that to work, and it just has helped you so much. And you feel like it's a key for your success. It's. It. Thank you so much for sharing. That So we just want you to know, ladies, that you are enough just the way that you are. So don't be so hard on yourself and celebrate those wins. Now for the people who might be wanting to know a little bit more on how they can get involved and maybe even bring bilingual birdies to their city, what are some of the things that you would like to share with them? Sure, so we began in New York City, as you know, and it was just my
1: twin nieces and one other student in the beginning, and now we are in numerous cities across the United States, Canada, and Australia. So we are looking for individuals who are bilingual in either Spanish, French, or Mandarin and would like to start their own Bilingual Birdies business and, and earn money from home by teaching classes on Zoom. So the way it works is you, if you love children, you love teaching, and um, you know, you're, have an entrepreneurial spirit, and of course you're bilingual, you can apply online and you submit an audition video, you fill out an application, so, um, you know, we really believe in entrepreneurship and I feel that right now so many people have lost their jobs and this can really be an opportunity for someone who wants to earn money from home, right? Who, who doesn't want that? Or a side hustle and then you get a training on our methodology, which is online, how to teach uh, a second language to young children using music and movement and dance and these really uh, amazing puppets that we have that are super oh fun and engage the you. children. <laughs> this is our mascot, love Birdie. So she comes out and, and then we also give you a business boot camp to show you how to prepare, launch, and grow your business. And then you also go into a peer-to-peer network of other bilingual birdies educators who are running their bilingual birdies businesses across the globe. Uh, and then every month we send new themed curriculum. So you're sort of supported, you know, throughout the, the time that, that you're doing it. And you don't have to like invent anything yourself. You just log on, learn the stuff. And then that's it. You can have your own business, your own bilingual birdies business in your area. And if you have a network of, you know, friends or cousins that with kids, you start to coordinate your classes and you, and you earn money by teaching them right now online through Zoom and then soon in person when, whenever it is that we go back into wow. in
0: real life. That sounds like an amazing opportunity. Sarah, thank you so much for your time. Where can we find you on social media? Yes.
1: So you can check out um, our Instagram handle. It's at bilingual underscore birdies. And then for those who are interested in learning more about the opportunity to launch their own bilingual birdies business, you can check out bilingual birdies.com forward slash license. And then we also have our virtual classes right now. If if you or someone you know has uh, young children, and they're looking for things to do, you can go to bilingualbirdies.com forward slash zoom. And there we have all the information about taking the classes in Spanish, French or Mandarin Chinese.
0: Wow, thank you. I will definitely share that on our platform. Thank you again, Sarah. And there you have it, ladies, the future is bilingual. Mujerón, thank you so much for tuning in to another episodio of the Mujerón podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujerón of your dreams.